0: Hello, and welcome to Liberate Your Soul, a podcast designed to quiet the inner imposter, awaken you to truths known within all of us so that you can discover your purpose, heal heart wounds, and find where you fit in to feel whole and allow you to make positive, lasting impact on the world. I'm your host, Kelly Pierce, a certified business and personal coach. I help top performers find their authentic selves in order to come from a confident decision making place. As a fellow seeker, I have found that liberating the soul enables anyone to transition from anxiety to acceptance. It is my hope to provide you with inspiration and tools to help you feel confident, joyful, and loved. To learn more or to connect with me, go to www.quantumhighways.com. Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Liberate Your Soul, episode number 52 of season one. Today, I want to talk about mind over matter and conquering the past, the messy middle, anxiety over their future. If you hung with me last week, it was a long episode and it was all about the pineal gland and it was pretty amazing how it ended up. Um, I hope you did, and if you do have 40 minutes of your time, uh, please do take the time to go back and absorb that episode. I feel like it was uh, a long journey to get there and a lot of scientific information, but it was so exciting as I researched that, so I just want to go and let you know that we're not going to get so science this time, but I do want to talk about how the mind works a little bit as i did some research about how we tend to think about things whether parts of us are thinking about the past and we tend to ruminate and go over in our mind events and regrets that we might have beating ourselves up over how we act or behave Or maybe we think about the future and whether it's uncertainty or overwhelm that we feel all the responsibilities that we have, we could feel anxious or ill at ease, um, or maybe even just super hyper excited, like sometimes I know I can get when I have a really exciting idea and I can have a notebook in my bathroom when an entire episode Uh, Download comes to me at six o'clock in the morning, and I can't even write as fast as I need to, as is the case for today's episode. So, the messy middle that's where we are today uh, when we're kind of living in the moment, right? We have a brand new year upon us. It's the end of January, the beginning of the second month of 2021. We're still in the middle of a pandemic. We have a new president in office. We have strange things going on all around, and maybe you have some awesome things going on in your life. I know for me, I've got great things that I can call blessings. I have things that I can call massive headaches and things that I wish I could change, and I just have to kind of accept them all for what they are. Like I'm fond of saying, taking the bad with the good and just accepting that this is what it is and I can control what I can control and just move on, right? This episode came to me when I was getting ready for my day job and I was listening to my favorite playlist and I'm going to tell you all about what I do in the mornings and you're going to kind of probably laugh at me But I dance in the mornings to get started on my day. After my morning ritual of quiet time and getting centered in prayer and meditation, once I'm still, then it's like, okay, cleaned up, ready to go, shower, coffee, all that stuff. I've got to move. I have to dance and get ready, positive energy brought in, and just ready to go. So I was listening to this playlist... And it's got a ton of different songs on it that just make me feel good. They make me smile, sometimes even laugh, depending on what I'm thinking about or anticipating for that day or if the cats are doing something silly, whatever is going on. And so I was listening and I thought, gosh, shining brightly to be you, being unapologetic and letting go of the past and bringing you to now what you know about yourself in appreciating your experiences that have shaped you to now because this song came on and I was just dancing and I was thinking about all of the times that I have danced in numerous bathrooms over the country and how much fun I have had just being with myself and just thinking about different um possibilities, different past experiences, and how I have formed my life to be what it is today. And I thought, gosh, how much fun would it be to share this with you as you're listening? Maybe you need something that's going to lift you up and give you some hope and maybe a new thing to do. Because who says that you can't listen to music until you get in the car on the way to work? Like, why can't you listen to it at 6 o'clock in the morning when the sun's coming up, you know? Like, put on the the speaker and play and have some fun. Okay, so now that that's out of my system, you know how this episode was kind of downloaded to me. That's what the premise of it was, and we're going to get into it now, guys. Ready? Okay. I think I mentioned this on a previous episode about us all being made up of the same matter as stars. We're all formed by the same helium and carbon and atoms and things as the stars that were previously exploded uh, billions of years ago, their matter, their organic matter, the carbon that is what comprises up everything on the earth, whether it's a butterfly, a rock, a stick, a stone, or a human being, it's the same stuff, guys. It's so amazing. So in 2002, I think it is, when Moby's song, We're All Made of Stars, That was what kind of inspired them when they started studying quantum mechanics. They made this song, and it's a great song, um, but truly it's based in science. If you search, like, we're all made of stardust, and you can look on, like, National Geographic and different science websites, it'll tell you the same thing. Like, it's a fact. It's a known thing. And when I was listening to my playlist, it was really amazing I wrote down in my notes that we're all formed of stardust, we're all carbon, and we all have the possibility to shape ourselves to do what we want, and in that last episode that I referenced earlier, in episode 51, we all do what we want, our desires, our thoughts, our efforts towards what we do using whether it's the pineal gland and the different uh, limbic system of the brain, how we think about what we want and what we do to attune ourselves to what we want. Um, How we choose to use that information is up to us, but really accepting accepting ourselves as the amazing divine sparks of life uh, that we truly are is kind of key to being able to move forward in life. So let me explain. If we are in the past, if we're kind of a rumination station, <laughs> I guess you would say. If we're thinking about oh my gosh, I have so many regrets I can't believe that I did this, I said that, I took this job, didn't take the job, um, had a falling out with my lover or my parent or my sibling or um, moved across the state, didn't move across the state, whatever opportunity I overlooked or didn't do, whatever. If you're just constantly fretting over these things, you might have things like depression, feeling stuck. You might feel just beating yourself up. You might have negative self-talk and just really a a sluggish kind of countenance. You might feel hesitant to move forward because you're afraid of making a mistake. And that's really a hard place to be in. And I feel for you, I know in my younger years, there were times when I was like, I don't know what to do, I'm afraid of making a mistake. And I know that this isn't what I want and I'm not really sure what I do want, but it's okay. Right, I'm just here to reassure you that we all kind of have been there and that's part of the, I think, growing up process, the maturation process of uh, experience and, and just triumphing over that stuckness and being able to make a decision and follow it through to see what happens. Conversely, if you are a forward thinker and you're always focused on what's going to happen and what can I look forward to, what's different, what can I change, I want something different, and I I just don't want to be present here. I want to change my state of being, my state of feeling. Maybe you're dealing with anxiety or overwhelm, overload, overwhelm overwhelmment of things to do or stuff that you want to accomplish, you might still be afraid to plot a course of action, but you're still thinking about what you're going to do. This might feel like anxiety or overwhelm, maybe even a little bit of out of controlness, like I can't take control of my life because I've just got so many thoughts that are going on and I can't quite gather them together to one cohesive direction that I can move in my life. So it's possible to be in either one of those. Now we talked a lot on previous episodes about meditation and the key to focusing on the now and not overlooking the benefits of mindfulness, surely, but not being overloaded, but truly to look at the right now to to the sum of all that is. And now I really want you to kind of stay with me here and accept your past. Let go of what you have regrets over and just accept that every single thing that has happened to you has really put you where you are now for a purpose and where you are now is for a purpose for your future self to get where they need to be as well making peace with your past and forgiving yourself and others is essential to this process. And I'm going to direct you to the second arrow series about shameless to kind of, if you have some unforgiveness towards yourself or towards others, that you might be carrying around a lot of shame. And that's important to work on that. If you're feeling that it's an important component of this, but If you're just feeling the overwhelmment, understand we're all made up of carbon and when we put ourselves under a lot of pressure, pressure turns carbon into diamonds. The stars exploding in the past have created us to be what we are now, and as we are under pressure, as we are continually morphing, and as we are changing from our past, no matter what that might be, and as we are in our current situations, no matter what that might look like, we are continuously changing into exactly the beautiful, shiny, perfect, awesome creatures that we're supposed to become. So it's accepting our, our mind over the matter, whatever is the matter that's happening in order to become and do and be all that we could possibly be. I was looking up on the website Slate about how our brains work about thinking about the future and the consequences of that. And it was really interesting to me because they did functional MRI tests on people who are thinking about themselves in the future. And what they discovered is that when people think about themselves in future tense, they actually lit up a portion of the brain that is related to not thinking of the self. What that means is when you think about yourself, it's a region of the brain known as the medial prefrontal cortex, and that's what it was supposed to be lighting up, but when you think about other people, it powers down, and if you feel like you don't have anything in common with the people you're thinking about, that same medial prefrontal cortex activates even less so when they did this fmri test and have you think about yourself like say 30 years in the future 40 years in the future it activated less of this region as if you were thinking of a stranger so you don't even think of your future self as yourself it acts like it's somebody you don't know and somebody you don't care about so maybe you're thinking about yourself tomorrow and it's like yeah that's me Next week, oh, okay. And you can't really contextualize it mentally. Like your brain can't comprehend who you are as much. Five years from now, not really. And so that's kind of interesting. And what happens when we think about what actions we're taking today to benefit ourselves in the future. Not to mention global actions that people might take, whether they decide to recycle, for example, or if they decide to buy a carbon-friendly car or whatever might happen. Side note, my husband just told me that GM has committed to going 100% electric by the year 2030, which makes me so happy. I am like, okay, I'm going to get a GM now, like, just because they made that decision. It's so exciting to me. Um, I am a child of the 80s. (laughs) Um, I went to school in the 80s anyways, and I remember hearing from the, I forget which scientist it was, it was so cool, but he was talking talking about how if the you know carbon burning like coal burning energy and the big cars didn't stop changing their ways by the year 2020 then by 2060 everything would be totally messed up in the whole world and I was like okay and so it was all on the governments to make these decisions to do these cutbacks and what they would allow for regulations of coal burning energy plants to move forward. Did it happen? No. Everybody kept doing these long-term plans and changing, uh, deregulating things. And, you know, with politics, it just all got messy and convoluted. And now there's the whole thing between, you know, who's right, the scientists or the lobbyists, you know, and politicians. And so go you, GM. I'm so proud of you. Anyways, back to the fmri study and what this slate.com article it says um ucla researcher hal Hirschfield says why would you save money for your future self when to your brain it feels like you're just handing away your money to a complete stranger and that makes sense right when you're 21 years old and you're like oh my gosh i got a great job and they're like how much do you want to put in your 401k and you're like nothing because I want the money now. (laughs) And then comes closer and closer to retirement and you're like, oh crap, I could have been saving away and having that compound interest and be like super flush when I'm retired. But that's okay, right? What can we do about that? Not too much. But if we do think about the future in a healthy way without getting overwhelmed or anxious or those sorts of things, think about like I just said, retiring, but it helps us to achieve our goals if we do it right. We can think about truly having positive expectations. We've talked about visualization a lot on the podcast. Um, People who expected to lose weight, they're more likely to actually lose weight if they're really thinking about their future goals. A psychologist did a study that found students who fantasized about their transition into a professional career were less successful in their job search, and students who dreamed more about their crush were less likely to start a relationship with their crushee. So it can kind of backfire if you just um, fantasize about it too much and don't put effort into it. It's important to set incremental goals to getting the things that you want, right? So understanding that if you pass this test and you get a good grade in the class, you're going to have a good GPA, and then if you have a good GPA, then you're going to be recruited by a great top firm, and you're going to be able to have a higher earnings potential over your lifetime, and, you know, who knows, live the life of your dreams, right? Mental contrast can come up when you have used it with implementation intentions. It's basically when you have a high expectation for succeeding at something, considering your your barriers, your obstacles. Um, that's the mental contrast, but you. Have implementation intentions. You're like, okay, I can see that this is going to happen, not just sitting there daydreaming, like one day I'm going to be rich and famous. But you don't think like, oh gosh, there's other people who want to be rich and famous too. So I need to put together a business plan or get some skills, get some coaching, get, you know, hire a professional that's going to mentor me, um, you know, whatever it is. So you have to understand that you will be able to overcome these obstacles. So Understand that thinking about the future can motivate you to take the steps to reach your goals if you think about these obstacles that you can um, overcome, right? You have a a strategy. (sighs) It's so important to have a strategy in everything. I can't tell you how many times in my life that I have really wanted something and I'm like, well... I'm going to go for it. And then something just comes right up. And I'm like, oh, didn't see that coming. And then I kind of feel like I landed flat on my butt. And it just kicks me, you know. And I'm like, okay, how am I going to go at this a little bit better? (laughs) So it's important to have a strategy no matter what it is that you're trying to achieve. If you're, again... Still feeling like you've got the anxiety or depressive disorder and you've gotten this far in life and you're just feeling stuck. I truly want you to just look at yourself as though you are human. Because you are. If you're listening to this and you're comprehending every single one of these words, you really, really are. (laughs) And I want you to think about... The thoughts that you're telling yourself. When you're having these thoughts, like, gosh, I shouldn't have done that, I'm embarrassed, I'm like such a dummy, blah, 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 just maybe keep a journal, or if you're just noticing what you're thinking, you can do something like delete, 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 like undo that thought, and then write a new thought, like, okay, I did make a mistake but what can I learn from it, and what can I do better next time? I am human, and I don't have to have it all figured out, but this is just getting me one step closer to doing things differently. It will take some time, and you might get frustrated with yourself and say, okay, I am telling myself, delete, 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 or undo, and moving on, what can I learn, like six times a day? 10 times a day but eventually you can you know notice if you're having a pattern that's going on you can notice that you're consistently not thinking things through or you're uh, you can develop a system that helps you to get through things with other people a little bit easier you can notice if you're doing things that are emotionally driven that maybe you can try to give Get some coaching around what is triggering these emotions to come up for you with certain situations or certain people, and so really just thinking about things with, you know, if you if you do have like emotions come up, working with a coach, uh, firstly, but you can do things that maybe are mundane. You can think about listing the presidents that you know, or you can think about all the states that you've visited, or you can think about um, counting backwards. You can just do something neutral because even just doing something like thinking about your to-do list or groceries that you need to get can get you, it has to be very, very neutral. You can go back into feeling bad about yourself if you think about all the things that you have to do and are, like it can make you feel overwhelmed and feel like you're a failure. If you do choose the journaling route, I think it would be really good to... Write things down, but understand them in kind of a listing way, not just like I'm feeling this and venting out all of your feelings, but writing them down into the pros and cons of what has happened or what could happen. And then just really Like, I tell people, you can catastrophize all you want. You can say the worst worst thing that's ever going to happen, but then say, it's probably not going to happen because... And then I'm willing to take the steps for it not to happen. And then list out the steps you're going to take. Like... I'm not. I'm. I could gain, you know, another 150 pounds, but I'm. It's probably not going to happen because I tend to um, notice when I'm binge eating, or I tend to uh, buy more nutritious foods, or I'm committed to moving my body five days a week. You could say I could lose my job, but I. I'm not going to let that happen because I. I'm putting in enough hours at the office. I'm focused on the jobs that I'm doing. I'm getting more projects. You could say, even if I do lose my job, I know that there's other jobs out there for me and I am resourceful and skillful in my field. Doing that would really be helpful for you if you tend to, you know, catastrophize about the future or the past. You can let them go, let things go. Um, you know, like say you lost a client that you were really hoping would help you pay the rent this month you can say, you know what, I lost this client but perhaps they weren't the right fit for me and it's going to open up some time for me to find an even better client or maybe I can have a group session open up that's going to be amazing. I know creative ideas will come and I, I am I'm not going to give up ever, right? I'm always going to be able to um, move forward with my life. Expressing things to people out loud are is always a good way as well. Having a good, healthy sounding board. I don't recommend just complaining and just having someone who's just a very sympathetic friend. Well, that feels good sometimes, but having somebody that you can tell that you need some perspective. You don't need to get into the drama, but just say, hey, can you tell me where you think I went wrong here? Like, I need some help. You know, I need some perspective. I'm I'm, running on in my mind about it, and I, I know I shouldn't. I need to let it go, but can you help me see where my thinking's a little bit in error? Self-compassion is really at the heart of all of this. Accepting your whole self. Again, mind over matter, the messy metal. We all feel angry and Sad. We all feel like sometimes, why me? We all feel like somebody sometimes pulled the rug out from under us. Like, we thought we had a good thing going here. But it's like, what is the lesson in this? Not not why did this happen to me, but what? why did this happen for me? What can I get out of this? And what can I give still in through this? What can I give to others through this experience? truly not taking things personally, whether it's even if it's a jerk in traffic who cut you off, you know, understanding that they're having their own life experience. I was joking at work the other day with one of the ladies. I said, hey, it's your life. I'm just living in it. <laughs> you know, I'm lucky you don't charge me to breathe. <laughs> like your air is seriously, it's your world. <laughs> and she just started laughing because it's how people act. They act like You know, it's their own TV show. It's their perception. It's how they walk around in the world. And we're just here as extras in their own movie that they're starring in. And that's okay. We kind of can be that way sometimes too when we just don't think about things and we're just moving on with our business. Truly understanding that everybody is is doing the best that they can at that moment. Some people have off days and it's not personal. It's not personal towards you. Nobody's looking at you in judgment, constantly measuring you up saying, oh my gosh, I can't believe they did that. And why did they wear that? And did they really, you know, mean to do this or say that? Nobody's thinking that. Truly they're not. People are so wrapped up in their own nonsense. They don't have time to worry about yours, right? I mean, you have a few great friends and um, work with them and ask ask them if, you know, they need some candid and, and honest and loving, compassionate support from you too. And see if there's a deeper connection that you can make with, with the people in your life. And I'm sure that you'll find that you'll have a lot more compassionate acceptance than you expect. They'll probably be saying, wow, I didn't know that you felt that way too, Right, because everybody kind of goes through these time periods where they're like, Ugh, <laughs> "This is so hard. Do we have to keep going?" And it's it, it's just the messy middle. But when you accept it all, you can shine brightly to be you. You can be unapologetic. You can let go of the past, and you can notice that <laughs> all of the carbon that that formed you out of stardust is shining even brighter than before when you just accept it and you just uh, allow yourself to live the life that you're meant to live. I hope that this was helpful for you. I truly do and if you do need some perspective from a truly unbiased third party in an unconditional love type of way, the type of coaching that I offer is one-to-one currently as I'm working on The I am worthy mastermind and it's so extraordinary I am super excited to be um, collaborating with amazing people on this project and it's really going to be a a masterpiece that's going to help you step into your worth and your worthiness but in the meantime if you'd like some one-on-one help and you've been feeling anxious or overwhelmed or if you're feeling depressed and stuck and you're ready to move forward In deepening your relationships or moving your entrepreneur business forward, or you just really want to find your purpose in life, please feel free to send me an email at info at quantumhighways.com to see if we can get together and chat over Zoom to see if we're a good fit. I'm accepting a couple of new clients right now you can always just hop on the website, www.quantumhighways.com, and check me out. And if you enjoyed this podcast and you can think of someone who would enjoy it, please feel free to share it with a friend, give a rating, and help us to get seen by more people. I appreciate you so much, and until next time, take care.